great start. That is good. We've got two others after today as we land James. Uh, it is, it's, as I've said each time, it is a harder letter to look at, but it is, I find it's done me real good. It's just good sometimes to kind of have squeezed a bit and say, yeah, Jesus, I do take you seriously and I do want you to shape more and more of my life, which is good. Um, who would like to pray as we open up and pause? There you go, Martin, straight in. Let's Martin, right. pray for us, then unmute us all and we'll center in on what we're looking at today. Go for it, Martin. Father God, we are serious about our relationship with you. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, we know that you're a God of fun. And up to a few moments ago, we're having a great deal of fun. Mm. Uh, and just sense that your pleasure with us of your children having fun. So as we now come towards taking you somewhat more seriously we ask holy spirit you come and settle our hearts and our minds and that we are receptive to what you are going to be saying to each of us today thank you father lord amen. jesus holy spirit amen amen thank you martin very much okay everyone you are muted let's center in then on our final part three of games and where we've got to. So James 5, verse 16, Peterson paraphrases like this. Make this your common practice. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you can live together whole and healed. Make this your common practice. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you can live together whole and healed. I love that, that James says, like, don't you do this as a kind of an occasional thing? Like, make this your common practice. Like, it's just really normal to do. And therefore, the one word today I've hung everything on, you've all guessed, confession. That's the thing, confession, which what we're going to discover isn't about uh, being found out, but rather is about being freed up. Uh, that's what confession is all about. So, so good. And um, as Martin prayed for us, you know, the whole point isn't that we suddenly turn to God and it's like, oh, now all the fun's gone. No, no, God's desire is that our lives are saturated and liberated uh, to be enjoyed. And that's what we're going to see. I remember. Um, in my relationship with God, I've had different people that I've been discipled by, been uh, in relationship with as I kind of journey uh, with Jesus. And I remember about 20 something years ago, probably 25 years ago, having a guy that I was connected with and we'd meet up uh, once a week and we'd go through this list of 10 questions we'd ask each other. And the first question was, um, what's the one thing you don't want to tell me? Man, that, that shit, like we met up at lunchtime, that shaped your morning. What's the one thing you don't want to tell me? And then the 10th question was, have you just lied to me? <laughs> and it was just like there. And what I found though in that point is that we both would take those questions seriously. 
And it wasn't out of some kind of weird, kind of cult-like sense of being, but rather this sense of we want to take following Jesus seriously. And we just know that sometimes our self-centered heart gets in the way and we allow things to kind of stop us from enjoying the fullness of the relationship with God. And it was just good to say, actually, let me just confess this thing. And what it did is it freed you up. It caused you to realize that actually you weren't inhibited. And that's what I think is at the heart of confession. As I've said, confession is all about being freed up. See, confession isn't about needing a mediator. It isn't that we have to kind of approach someone else uh, in order they can go between us and God to say, oh yeah, Adrian's messed up again. Um, can you help him out? It's, it's not that. It's also like confession isn't a punishment. It isn't that, oh yeah, I've known God's forgiveness, but now I've got to air my dirty laundry to other people as part of my uh, punishment here. Like it's not that. And confession isn't about self-righteousness. You see, the danger even in the story that I've started off with of my friend and I kind of doing our 10 questions is it could be seen as, oh yeah, look how holy we are. Like, look how good we are. But that's just legalism. That's just like showing that you're uh, right before God by working hard. Like, confession isn't about that. Rather, as I've said, confession is about freedom see confession seeks to break the power of shame like shame is not like i've done something wrong it's rather that because i've done something wrong i start to believe that i am wrong like shame can come by what's been done to us as well but more than look on that element of shame that we can feel by what we've done wrong and we start to believe that i am wrong and what shame does is as we start to believe i am wrong we start to do what happened in the first moment recorded the whole of the story of the bible where uh, god's image bearers adam and eve like seek to live outside of god's best the immediate impact is um they they're ashamed they start to clothe themselves in leaves and hide in a bush. And um, God finds them and then leads them through them, confessing what they've done in order they go, yeah, forgiveness, but also a breaking the power of shame. Because confession does that. You see, when we speak out something, what it does is it in a if it's done in a in a good way, which we'll go see in a moment how that happens, is that it causes us to suddenly realize, oh no, I can be seen, I don't need to hide, and I'm still accepted. See, confession allows us to do that rather than kind of living knowing I've been forgiven, but I really knew what I'd done. Like I, I just wouldn't be accepted. I, I'd be thrown out. Like the number of times, either personally, I thought, man, if someone really knew that source, this is what happened to me, like, would it be okay? And that practice of confession has been continuously then shown that, actually, you know, people are still for me, they still love me, still accept me. And it breaks that sense of, oh, no, I can still be here. I don't need to hide. There's been countless individuals I've spoken to over the years where just in that moment, 
where they confess something. It's as though this whole, it's like they've been carrying a rucksack around that's just weighed them down. And as you kind of just say, yeah, but yeah, you've been forgiven, but loved and accepted and with you, for you, it's as though you're able to take the rucksack off. And the number of people I've seen like leave the room that I've been in with them, with someone else, and, and they leave just lighter. That's what confession is going to be. See, confession is about freedom. I'd also say confession is always about repentance. You see, repentance is that what I'm telling you here is that I see that this is wrong. I've asked for forgiveness and I'm wanting to change. I'm going to go a different way. And part of that confession is I want to repent. And would you help me as I seek to go this different way? See, repentance isn't remorse. And to be honest, it's taken me years to figure this one out. Like there is a total difference between repentance and remorse. They can look very similar, actually. They're often accompanied by tears. They're often accompanied by this like sense of, oh no, look what I've done. I don't mean that like as patronizing as it sounded there, but um, it's there. But what remorse is, is I've been found out. It doesn't bring change. And I think... We just have to be aware of that sometimes. Sometimes people say stuff and they want to confess. Sometimes we say stuff and it's because we've been like found out and we just want it to be okay. We don't actually want to change. Like confession isn't about remorse. It's always about repentance. Now, in it, what I then say is if when someone is hearing a confession, like someone's come and they've trusted us enough to say, hey, I just want you to know about this. Like, we need to be good at hearing. So firstly, can I say two things that we don't do? Like firstly, you don't add shame. It's so important. Like, when someone says something, and to honest, I can think back, I remember, like, again, this is, decades ago now so fortunately i don't make these kind of mistakes now which is to everyone else's benefit but i remember a number like it is getting on now which as i realize i get older and i remember someone coming and telling me something and i and like my face was like shock horror and i i remember saying you did what and like this poor person like this guy had come and like saying something and He's like feeling ruptured as it is, like just feeling like the risk of telling someone, wanting to repent. And what he's greedy with is me going, you did what? With this disgust on my face. And like, he didn't feel ashamed. He definitely did by that. Uh, now, fortunately, someone else was with me and we kind of helped it through and I was able to say sorry. But in it, like when someone says something to us, just as if we were wanting to say something to someone, we don't want to be hearing. You did. We also don't want it to just be condoned. It isn't that we say, oh, yeah, oh, it's all right, though, isn't it? Are you making a big thing out of that? Now, the fact that confessing it is because it is a big thing. That's what they're saying. We don't need to kind of try and belittle it. But rather, what we do when we hear is we get to say, firstly, well done, confessing. Like the number of people I've just poured and said, man, what you've just done is incredibly brave. That we seek to then affirm, like in this moment, I'm for you as God is for you. Because God loves, accepts, 
you. And I want you to know that I love and accept. Like that is so important to hear. And then lastly, that sense of, and I'm with you. Like the fact that you've come and you've shared this with me, I want you to know that I'm now with you to help you kind of walk through this journey of repentance. And that's what we call accountability. Accountability isn't like hovering with a clipboard saying, how's someone done in their checklist of what they've done? That's, that's not accountability. That's um, some weird kind of uh, power play. Now, accountability is I really love you and I want you to succeed. And therefore, I'm going to do everything I can to encourage you in the way that you can i then say something so that's how we hear confession that's good to hear isn't it what about what we do when we need to confess i'd say firstly remember people are for us secondly limit the number of people that you confess we don't have to tell everyone everything that's not the goal all that does is it actually leads us to that other point of shame as we suddenly realize this isn't safe anymore. Like everyone knows everything. Now I'm probably not the best model because of what I do within who we are as a community. Part of my call is to ensure that we live transparently. Therefore I do confess pretty much everything to everyone. That's not a good example to everyone. You don't have to do that because the unique part I have within who we are as a community, most of us, it would just be one or two people but we should have someone. Thirdly, it is hard. Whenever I know I've got to confess something, it's hard. Everything in me thinks, I don't want anyone else to know. But I still go through it. Why? Because I know it's going to be good. I want to in a moment. The last thing that motivates me in terms of confessing, <laughs> maybe not as positive as the other ones, is that one day I remember it's all going to get shouted from the rooftop. I do say that with a smile on my face is because like sometimes I take myself too seriously and I think you read in the Bible and it says like one day all the stuff I've done wrong it's going to be shouted from the rooftop and I think and I want it all out now. I don't want it suddenly to be a one day where it's like hey and then Adrian did this. He had thought this. I'm like what? No you all knew it anyway. <laughs> so it's that. But for me the ultimate thing is the reward of confession, which James says, is it brings whole. That's why I want to do it. Yeah, I know forgiveness, but it starts to apply that. Why is the wholeness that comes of knowing I'm still loved and accepted? And therefore, I want to encourage us. Yeah, we're few in number in here, but we're representative of who we are as Oasis. Let's make it common practice to confess, to confess to one another to be good at hearing confession. Why? It brings wholeness. Therefore, to finish slightly longer devotional, but it's because it's the final few, and so I can just waffle for a bit longer. Um, three questions to consider. One, what can stop you from confessing to others? Number two, what do you feel safe, who, sorry, who do you feel safe to confess to? Like if it's no one, like I'd say, well, start to consider who could it be, start to build the relationships to it. Like sometimes it could just be one person. Like for me, I always have a number. I have some people within Oasis and some people outside of Oasis, as well as the whole of Oasis. <laughs> They're kind of different degrees. 
Um, then third one, do you need to confess anything at the moment? That's a, that's a hard question, isn't it? Oh, but it's good to be there. Otherwise, what's the point of doing this? Like, do we need, and it's that thing now that you just thought of. Remember my thing, like, what's the one thing you don't want to tell anyone? Oh, it's that thing. Uh, and let's, let's not make it bigger than it needs to be. Why? We're for one another. We all have to confess stuff. God is loving and he forgives us. He spurs us on. That's why we do it. It's good. Otherwise, I'm done. It's good. Paul Sams, you're leaning in. You knew it was going to happen, man. Why don't you pray for us? Unmute yourself. Pray for us and then unmute everyone. Yes, Lord, thank you for the time to be able to uh, stop what we're doing and just uh, sit back and just listen to what Adrian has to bring to us, Lord God. Thank you that um, we've heard today that um, confession can be freedom. Uh, it doesn't have to be something that involves shame. In fact, actually, you're very much the, the reverse. Thank you that uh, you let us know this. Thank you that you're going to let this sink into our hearts. Um, thank you that you're letting us know the difference between uh, repentance and remorse, that uh, remorse has no place in what we're actually trying to do here, Lord God, and that what we want to do is to see a real change in our lives. Help us to be able to find people that we can um, seek to share life with and to confess to and to uh, support each other in our, uh, our, 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 our spiritual walk, Lord God. Come and bless us as we try to do this in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>